Podcast once again coming from Speedweed Studios, the joint at Speedweed Studios. I want to thank Speedweed for uh, letting us uh, go here, sponsoring us. They have the best marijuana you can smoke, and they deliver it right to you. They have edibles, they have CBD, they have CBD sex lube, THC sex lube, whatever you need. They will take care of you. Use the code ROASTED for $10 off, $100 or more. Gino is a great guy. The guy's like, I mean, he's like, a, he's like the nicest guy ever, and he, they're good people. Uh, so we're here. Uh, and it's been, uh, obviously, we got Mayhem here, we got Window, we got Sheena, we got Sheena Starr calling in pretty soon. Sheena Starr was, uh, she's the bare-knuckle boxing woman who wore the Hillary Clinton is a cunt shirt yeah. during her fight, and she's got another bare-knuckle boxing thing coming up. This girl's very, she's a character. Uh, you're going to like her. Uh, me, I just got back from Vegas, and uh, I had one of the craziest weeks, so... I go to Vegas, I'm headlining the Laugh Factory all week, two shows a night, which was awesome. And then Mike Pyle hits me up, and he's like, hey man, I'm gonna train you all week. I was like, really? I was like, yeah man. And he's like, I, I won't even charge you, this will just be for you, all the things that you give back to the, you know, to the, to the kids, and we're friends, and all the free, sh I'm like, great, right? So he's, I've never had better instruction in my life. I mean, just like, you know, he's teaching me how to punch, because I either take boxing or wrestling, but I don't know how to actually like merge it, kind of, and he's teaching me better stance, how to turn on my hooks, just like awesome, doing an hour and a half minutes, and I'm in this gym, in Syndicate, and you could see like uh, Mama's Boy, Kelvin Tiller there, and a bunch of fighters, and you know, uh, this guy AJ something, all, all these people are fighting there, Roxy, uh, all the Roxanne Modifier, so then all of a sudden he's like, hey, guess what, Saturday we're sparring, and I'm like, ha ha ha, yeah, okay, <laughs> uh, but then he's, he's like serious about it. I'm like, dude, I, like after, after the third day, I'm like, I can't. This, I'm just, my body can't move. <laughs> like, he's like, no, dude. He's like, well, then he starts getting really kind of weird about it. He's like, we're doing press. You have, you have, you have press on Friday. Uh, you have weigh-ins. I'm like, like, he's like, good luck in your fight. Blah, blah, blah. He's really treating it like <laughs> I actually have a fight. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll go along with it. And like, so I'm writing back like K or great or can't wait, whatever. So I, I, I get there and, you know, we're, he's actually... I mean, we're sparring. He's going light, but we're doing MMA sparring. We're doing takedowns and stuff. I'm exhausted after the fourth round. He's telling me what I'm doing wrong, which is like, you know, keep your head, you know, you're too high, this, that roll. So then after like the, the fifth round, I'm exhausted. And like Gorgeous George from MMA Junkies, my cornerman, and like Jack Jr. So then I turn around and there's Roxanne Modafari, right? In like a, a Batman. It's like, it's Halloween, so everyone's dressed up as like different costumes. And she's like, all right, let's go. And I'm like, I can't even move. And everyone has their phones out. I'm like, great. So now there's going to be a video of me getting tossed around by Roxanne all over the internet. So I'm like, all right. So we, we touch gloves, and she starts like throwing. And I'm like, not hard, but like, I'm like, all right. So I just hit a double leg right on it right away. <laughs> I'm just, I just tackle her. But she gets up. I'm like, so then she's like, 
trying to throw me, so I do like a, a judo hip toss and tossed her on her head like like twice. Uh, not like she broke her neck. Not hard. <laughs> I think I outweigh her by forty pounds. She didn't know we were doing MMA sparring. She thought we were just doing like st- straight kickboxing and boxing. She thought she was Batman. But yeah, but uh, so that was my. I was exhausted afterwards, but that was awesome. So that was that was my week. Uh, well, thank you, Mike Pyle and John Wood and Syndicate people. And then that, and then the shows went really good. Of course, it was always that one couple that there was an Asian girl and her, her family there and they just were staring at me the whole time and I could tell they were not having a good time. Mm-hmm. So you didn't bust your Chinese set? No. So then I was like and I was trying to make them I was making jokes here and there. I'm like, oh you guys are just here to buy the place or something or yada yada. <laughs> so then they get up to leave uh, at the end and they wanted their money back. But they saved my <laughs> they stayed for they saved my whole show. And they, granted like a hundred people having fun, one person's bad. So then they told the, the the owner we thought it was gonna be like Ellen, uh, which is well. I mean, it is a blonde lesbian, so I mean, it worked. Yeah, pretty kinda. much. But I'm like, come on. So then they didn't. Get the it was gonna be like Ellen. Yeah, they're like, we thought it was gonna be. They, but like, they didn't stay. They're like, every comic was too dirty. I'm like the opener, the feature, I me. Mean, they to the very very end, and and then and then wanted their money back. So then we got like a an email, whatever. But you know, it, it's it's okay. They were reserving judgment. For yeah. a later time. It just sucks because everyone else had a great time, but then that one, but that person keeps me up at night. Yeah, you know, I'm, you need to quit with that, bro. I, I think it's holding your comedy back if you're gonna, what, you're gonna cater to like no, the of most not, but now G-rated I'm, assholes no, on her. You're no. in Vegas. You're talking about pussies, dicks, and taking a shit. Of yeah. course, but then I'm like, I'm not gonna get booked back here. Like I had a billboard. I never had a billboard wow. before. I had you two billboards. I had two billboards. Nice, bro, How fucking nice. people were hitting me up like that's a you know nothing like having a billboard on Vegas. That's street. pretty fucking sweet. Oh, I was like, I was, in, I just wanted the, the billboard. I wanted yeah. everyone. It was, it was that was the best. Uh, so yeah, so those that was cool. How was your weekend? What's going on? What would you do? I, I mean. It wasn't as fun as pissing off Chinese people, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was it was good. I went to a haunted house. I gotta give a shout out to those people. The oh, yeah. 17th door in Fullerton. It's like this crazy. I don't want to ruin it for people that haven't gone to it because it's a damn a piece of art. I give it a five out of seven. A masterpiece. Okay. It was awesome because it was just like crazy shit after crazy shit. Just like a nice little narrative. Like you know, I, I can't. I don't know. I, I I can't really. I don't want to fuck it up for people if they decide to go. But just I'll just tell you like there are some bugs involved, cockroaches. Yeah. So they're putting cockroaches on you. I I, I don't know. There's something I mean, wrong with my fear complex. Like I can't get afraid of things. So I was just basically you weren't even afraid of jail. Up. Yeah. And then that was the thing is that whole the whole narrative of the haunted house is like they lock you up and put you in prison. I was like, ah, I'm not scared of this shit at all. <laughs> like that, I had COs way tougher than you, you know. And, and uh, what else? I mean, I don't want to ruin it again. But like, man, there was like a fucking terrifying moment where they like locked you up in this kind of like latex like like great that came down over you right and they're like stand still and they're like you stand still and they lock you in there and then they put it looks like a sheet coming down over top of you and suffocate your ass yeah like to the point where i was like having, they're fucking waterboarding me man no way yeah they're waterboarding you had, like, me or? yeah yeah i felt like yeah it got uh, post-traumatic stress disorder kicking in. Oh my god! I mean, it was it was pretty bad. I, I love Halloween, man. By the way, I, I haven't seen Halloween in two years, bro. Oh wow! I know. Yeah, I haven't seen Halloween or Christmas. 
or my birthday. They don't have Halloween in jail? They, they celebrate any? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's some Pruno. Uh, you, some guys grow some Pruno in the toilet and then, like, pass it around. <laughs> no, but, but like, I wasn't but, in it all But that. do they have, like, th- like last Christmas? Yeah, we dress up they... as fucking fairies and, and <laughs> suck each other's dicks. What do you think, bro? No, but no. do you guys celebrate Christmas at all in jail? Yeah. Or... Really? Yeah, I gave uh, cookies to everybody and was like, Hopping around, and then I wouldn't go back in my cell when they told me to. I was just like, "We wish you a Merry Christmas!" And the cops were like amassing outside with the damn sticks and like staring at staring at me through the mud door. And I'm just like stripping down and putting butter all over my body. Like, come on in! No, you everybody's weren't. cracking up. Really? Yeah. You putting butter on your body? Yeah, just in case they're gonna grab me, I could just wiggle out like a little piggy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that way, if the cops grab you, they have to get yeah. butter. Come on, bro. I got I got to share all my techniques with you. But, huh? the, but you don't think that that like you wanted to get out of jail? Bro, I was greased up like Saint Pierre. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, I'm ready to do it. But is that why? But uh, it was mostly for the gag because the cops knew me. They knew I was just fucking around. Okay, so there wasn't yeah. that. Like, New, that didn't New add Year's, to your sentence, though. New Year's, I did it again, though. The butter? Were yeah. Were you naked? Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, I kept my little boxer shorts on. Oh, okay. You know, just, just in case. You don't want to get grabbed. In the, you but know. weren't you worried about this going to add to your sentence at all? Yeah, like, for sure. That's why, I, you know, I went ahead went back to my cell after a while. But I just wanted I just wanted the cops to know and the criminals to know, hey, man, I'm in here with you guys. I'm trying to make the best of a bad situation. By the way, uh, I got to say, so... You know, you always kept telling me from jail when you were calling me, when I get out of here, I want to help coach. So yeah. we had practice at my place. Oh, I, yeah. In my backyard, we have a wrestling room. <laughs> and uh, I was teaching, and then you, sh- you you drove up, and you did great, man. I, like, because I didn't know... I your, love those little I guys. didn't know your wrestling background. Like, yeah. I knew that your jiu-jitsu was, like, your second-degree black belt and stuff, but I knew, like, you had some high school wrestling. Yeah. Uh, but well, the interesting thing is, I, in ninth grade, I wrestled, but then I quit because I wasn't really, like filled into my body yet and i was like man this 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 wrestling outfit's gay yeah. like i totally like thought it was too homoerotic maybe maybe that's no, more actually, about me no than it the doesn't we actually outfit. change the uniforms now really it's up to the coaches now it's mma shorts that's what i'm saying like, and like tank tops or you know or because if i was more physically developed i probably wouldn't have had no no, no I, i'm like why when I, when I was 50 14 i was like skinny in the wrong places and too tall and too i just i didn't feel comfortable in my own skin 1, let alone a little skinny ass you know what i mean if i could have wrestled in shorts and a and a rash guard maybe you know no, my program has picked up so much since i up to the coaches decide i'm like why as a coach will you not they're like, well, some coaches are like, well, we, we have the kids decide on. I'm like, no way. Kids, the kids decide? Th- those kids kids are, already, are idiots. Those kids are already there. We want the kids that aren't there to join the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I always leave the door open during practice. So the kids will walk by and go, what's going on in here? You know, yeah. which was actually last year we had a parent that was like going crazy during our practice. And the, and then we had to ban him from practice. <laughs> yeah. Because he was. Wait, wait. When you say going crazy, what level of crazy are we talking about, bro? Well, his kid was just getting hurt and he was yelling at the coaches. Oh. But his kid really wasn't getting hurt. It was, kid was just dramatic. Very dramatic. We had a dude like that on yeah. the jiu-jitsu team a while back named Tex. This guy just, you'd, you'd just like whizzer at me to go, whoa, 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 And it was like, whoa, dude, like shut up. And eventually, at first we'd be nervous, but then like eventually we'd just like grind his face while he was yodeling in our arm. Well, the kid was fine, but it was the, when the father was there, the kid was 25 times worse. Like the father's yeah. flipping out made the kid worse. So that There's was... Some- there's yeah. some type of like uh, I know I've seen this before. Like uh, for instance, there was this guy I remember Tony that like he would whine about everything 
And I could, I could like one time I looked in his eyes and I could just see him as a little kid getting attention from his mom because he was injured. So every day he would talk about, oh, this injury and this, and then like, uh, like the fighter would be like, I don't care. Like, yeah, bro, like I got plenty of injuries I ain't bitching about right now. And that's kind of the mentality you have to have to do a tough sport like no, that. The, the best, and then yeah. the best, and you know, man, my dad, I, I don't know, man. I, I just crack up when I see like, like parents like coddle their kids. Cause no, the, my dad would just look at me while I was bawling and just stare me down until I stopped crying. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess, uh, you know, I remember that. I remember that. But then he would smack you. Nah, I, you know, I, I had to really fuck up to get a, some physical, uh, uh, physical uh, activity. Like my dad's popping me. I had to really, really fuck up. The best know? parent thing I've ever seen, one of the best parenting is when we had a kid whose father was a, brown belt and jitsu or black belt or something and he would come help out but he never spoke that's when I, he just sat in the corner the first three weeks and he was like hey man i like what you're teaching and that's what i knew the guy actually knew his stuff the worst is when a guy has like three weeks of wrestling practice and then wants to tell you that to- is weird the, the balance where a guy who has only done a little bit always wants to just jabber jaw about everything and and yeah. every in every aspect in comedy and this and in life but <laughs> but this, the kid quit the kid lost and quit uh-huh. and the father kept coming to practice wow. and i said i go what happened because he was sort of like our assistant he kind of helped out i go what about your son he's like i don't know he's like but i i can't show him that it's okay to quit once things go rough and i was like and the kid eventually came back and you know that's that to me that was the best parenting oh. i was like well that's that's good parenting right there. But back to you, mm. um, it was interesting because when I was coaching with you, you knew exactly what to tell these kids. Mm. But like things that I was kind of missing <laughs> and, and like you were like, oh no, like on the single, uh, like when you want to have your head up, it really dry. And I'm like, things that I just was like, oh shit. Like, yeah, Mayhem knows exactly yeah. what to tell. Also too, I think that might have something to do with like, I'm probably stuck at their age in my head. <laughs> A little more than you are like you've already moved on to the having kids age i like i don't know i feel like i'm always 13 i forget that i'm a big scary dude i just feel like i'm like a little kid like hey everybody da, 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 da. and then like when people start looking at me crazy i'm like oh oh yeah i forgot i'm a grown-ass man you know i i just feel like i i because the lifestyle i chose where i went <laughs> like everyone went to college and i went to the gym and I just played with my friends on the mat for my whole life and never really left that area. And then I would take breaths of air to go look on the internet and play video. I've grown up, look, I dated a girl with a kid, right? Kid was nine. I I started, it, it turned in to like, I was just friends with this kid and me and the girl were just like hanging out. Like it right. was, I was more, uh, you're a giant kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I have some adult elements, but man, I'm playful. I like to have fun. And like, yeah, I, I don't know. But even when the kids were getting frustrated, like you were just like, no, it's okay. And like yeah. super cool. And then when the kid fell on his head, you started laughing. Yeah. That, that was like, well, I checked to see if he was knocked out first. I was like, Oh, I thought if he was injured, I would have been like a different attitude. But then because most kids, like they respond to the energy you give them. Right. If he busts his ass and you go, Oh my God, are you okay? Then he like, it tells him, Oh, act hurt. Right. But if you laugh 
and then kind of like, eh, stand up, shake it off. Uh, what about when the kid get kicked in the nuts so hard? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, he got kicked in the nuts pretty solid. But I was like, come on, man. They're not that big yet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, you're not going to need him for a couple years. This kid has a mustache. Yeah, this He's 13 kid years is, old. He's a little he's, baby, man. And he's going to be like, he's, he's just a grown man in a kid, <laughs> in like a kid body. Yeah. But so. even that, he's like, I'm like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, man, someone, uh, I got kicked in the dick. <laughs> and I, I was like, like, normally you don't hear that from a 13 year old and I was like it was like a man telling me like all right man we'll hang in there you know like, like, like but it was but it was super it was scary anyway it was, the point is it was really fun coaching with you man it was yeah, uh yeah, and I, I feel like the kids really liked it I was hoping they didn't go home and google you yeah, uh, me too, but, yeah. but, but I saw somebody hated on me on the internet like, no it was like, a fighter actually and I, know, I, I actually texted what a, what a snitch it's a friend of mine I know and I, I know him too and I texted him and I said hey man I said, Mayhem's trying to get his life together. <laughs> I go, we weren't coaching at the school. We're coaching at my house. The parents knew who you were anyway because yeah. the parents worked with you on Bully Beatdown, some of them. Yeah, yeah. The other one's from uh, the kids from Chechnya who's like a, yeah. running from the country. It was okay. Yeah, I, yeah. It was pretty It was, it was pretty cleared. That yeah, Chechnyan kid's on some terrorist watch list yeah. already. Well, no, not that, but he's, he's <laughs> running from terrorists. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, the family. Even better. But I said to him, I go, why would you say that? And I know. Then, and that he, was a weird like hater comment. He me back apologizing oh you know so but i was a little bit uh but I, i'm telling you though it was it was cool having having you there it man. was fun it was super fun Dude. i was so happy and i've been thinking about that forever you know what i mean i'm sitting in the box like going man when i get out of here i coach those little kids again that's gonna be the best and man it was it was like super fulfilling well there are certain things that are like just like my wife's always like why do you gotta coach these kids you're driving an hour <laughs> you're not getting paid blah 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 I go it really is like therapy to me like it yeah. and honestly like being a role model for kids as corny as it sounds makes me a better person it's one of those things that unless you do it you can't really understand because on the surface yeah it's like whoa that's a lot of effort to put into a quote unquote hobby but like wrestling fighting martial arts is a lifestyle and you know the look we we had coaches pass down knowledge and it's not just knowledge about wrestling it's like the other little subtle things like that you pick up from being around a role model like that who's you know who cares about your success and who cares about what you're doing with your life you know because like look if the, you, you know you told me about the kid messing up with his map you know look that is a big motivator for him to get things back together you know to get his math scores up uh, and this is like a overall net positive for both of you whoever you're helping it, it reflects back on you it helps you too so you can keep your life on track by helping others you know that, that's the biggest thing that i lost when i was going through my whole dark period where i just started caring only about me and only about how i feel and then it became this hedonistic like hellhole i was stuck in where i couldn't be I couldn't find any happiness because I wasn't never helping anybody. Then once I had some fighters and was starting to do, I started to climb back out of that. But the minute that I like lost that, once again, I, I spiraled dark, you know, and, that, yeah. and I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm kind of making my mission now is to, is to spread that message is to, you know, if you need some help, don't be too proud to get it. Like, come, you can build up out of that. And, you know, I'm on Twitter. I message you guys back on Twitter, Facebook. And if I ever get my Instagram back, I'll do it there, too. Where, I, you know, I've guided, I've already been guiding some people out of some dark spots. And, you know, on the surface, that's like, what? It, it, it seems selfless. 
but in a way it's selfish because I'm like, you know, I, I'm getting some out of it too. I'm like, um, pulling my friends up a, instead of just worrying about myself and it helps my mental health like completely. It, it makes me feel worth something instead of, uh, feeling like worthless where I just like can go fade into oblivion and, 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 uh, just uh, attack myself with substances that make me uh, feel good for a moment. It's like a real feel good. It's like a grown up feel good instead of like this, like instantaneous, you know, like uh, hit it and quit it. Yeah, well, no, 1000%. Yeah. It was uh, it was funny though, because the other day in practice, I was like, the kids were just not listening, you know, it's just, just, I'm just, you know, it's one thing when I have the kids in private, it's like four kids that want to be there. Yeah. It's another thing we have 20 kids and like some of the kids and I was like, listen guys, my wife doesn't want me here. Uh, <laughs> I drive an hour to get here. I pay for a nanny. Please like, don't make me regret these choices. <laughs> like, like, I was like, I'm just like flat out. I don't know if they've ever had a teacher tell them that yeah, yeah. just like yeah. just straight like, guys. I'm hanging on by a thread here. Yeah. Just yeah. straight honesty. But I'll, I'll tell you, there was a kid that used to cry every day in practice. I mean, five, six times of practice. And then, it, and then That's I said, impressive amount of crying. And I tell the rep for his match. I go, just so you know, he's about to cry in about, he was, he was like, <laughs> It was a young rep. It was like the guy was like 22, 20, and we look over. The kid was already crying, right? <laughs> so I go over to him like, "Hey, man, you know, listen, you, listen, you're here. You, I don't, I don't care if you win. Just, just try your hardest." And the kid was he crying? He's so stressed out, huh? Stressed. He was scared. His parents were just like, I mean, his dad was like making him do this. I've seen pro fighters like cry before a, before a fight. Really? Throw up and like be like, I'm just like, whoa. Like, you know, nerves affect different people in different ways, you know? So then, that like, cut, fast forward to, like, three months, the kid was, like, getting a takedown and actually winning. Nice. And then I'm on the side, and I start tearing up. Nice. And my wife's like, are you crying right now? <laughs> There's like, no crying in wrestling. She's like, you didn't even cry at our wedding. <laughs> I go, this is way more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this is affecting me. Our wedding. Yeah. We can always get divorced. This kid's yeah. never going to get another takedown. No, like, never get another takedown. <laughs> so, Wean Dog, how the hell are you, man? Uh, actually, when I was younger, I got kicked in the balls so hard <laughs> that my balls stopped developing, like, afterwards. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you got baby balls right now? <laughs> well, I did. I had, admitting I, to right now on the air? Bro, that was a bold uh, statement. No, it's just like a scientific, you know, anomaly. Yeah. And I had my balls removed through surgery later what? on when I was 13. But, you know, but they put them back. Wait, why'd they remove your balls? Because I got kicked so hard that it torsioned my testicles. Who kicked you in the balls? Bruh. I can't remember. Just some kid when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, so the doctor removed my balls and examined them and untorsioned them and put them okay. back. Okay. Oh, they're torsioned. I got that yeah. before. It's, Twisted up nutsack it's guy kicked. very came, painful. Uh, uh, well, damn. So besides that, how now you're... Well, hey, besides <laughs> that, was you yeah. going to gloss right over? This man just admitted to having his balls yeah, yeah, removed okay, okay. and you, put back on? You don't on? understand Ween Dog. This yeah. guy, uh. he started off as our sound guy. Yeah. And it turned into, he has... When we met him, I remember he was a virgin. He lost his virginity by... A girl got into a car accident with him. And then she <laughs> was like in a daze. She was like 40 and he slept with her nice. uh, after yeah, the accident. You got to do what you got to do, Ween. Yeah. So since then, he now has a girlfriend, same girlfriend. Yeah. But he he was into this like this 40 year old lady he, no, no he was no. into this crazy lifestyle where one girl he took home wanted a gun to her head yeah. during sex so he purchased a rifle on online rifle uh, damn bro uh, right it and must be long stroking <laughs> like, <laughs> like so i, I can't this dude's, this, packing, this dude's man. next level there's uh, a girl who uh, <laughs> shot up uh, with heroin right before i made love to her yeah okay yeah okay and i i might have you know allegedly 
made love to a woman who was unconscious. Oh, okay. Um, well, let's, let's, let's take that part out of this. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay, no, like, no, no. Leave, no, it, leave in. it in. Leave I'll, it in. This I'll, is getting I'll, dark. I'll you leave it in because this, this is documentation for when I look, when I, when I want to look back at these podcasts when I'm older, I want to be reminded that I did that. I'm never <laughs> looking back at this shit. No? All right, Christ. so now, all right, so now you're in film school and you have the same girlfriend, but yeah. for a while you were just doing anal with her, right? Yeah, like we sort of like took her virginity through anal. Yes, that's just Mormon sex, you know. Okay. Oh well, then saving you know. the vagina. No, but, for but, Jesus. but her, no, her, has she moved out of her parents' house? No. So you're doing she, anal? I'm trying to move into her parents' house. Oh really? Yeah, it's nice. Bruh. <laughs> all right. You know what I'm saying? This guy's got a plan. You gotta <laughs> yeah. say that. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got an accurate plan yeah. going on. It's pretty interesting. Well, right now, we're just like in this <laughs> anal blasting phase. <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's standard. It sounds standard. Well, you've gone through that phase, too? Yeah, well, only, like I said, with Mormon chicks that, like, wanted to save the vagina for Joseph How many Smith. Mormon chicks have you had? Just, you? like, a couple, at least. Okay. I don't know. You know, some are undercover Mormons, you know? Okay. But at the same time, I, for some reason, the religious... Faction thinks the anus isn't that bad. We were when doing I'm so well sure with helping kids. About <laughs> well, we know, we, we, all right, so what's going on? We got to make sure this podcast is rated M A L F. So what's going on with you, Ween Dog? Well, because I realized like, I've been doing anal blasting for a long time now, for a few years since I was like 18, 17. Yeah. I noticed it's very like it's very much like jujitsu. You start off with jujitsu, you're very scared at first. You're yeah. Very intimidated, you might get hurt. Right. And just keep don't keep going, keep showing up to practice, keep finger blasting, and right. eventually, I'm talking about my anus. And if you keep well, going, oh, your anus. Yeah, I'm talking about my anus. Oh, the oh. girl's been fingering you. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, so this girl, you took her. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So you oh, you know what? I, I like this turn. It really changed my mind about the whole thing. Uh, I, I was assu- I was totally painted the wrong. So, now, where does a rifle fit into this thing? Is this the well, same? Well, I wanted girl? to become a hunter, and then I was I was having sex with this girl who like she wanted yeah. to be tortured during sex. Oh, yeah. She she started with oh hold a knife up to my throat while you bang me. I got a butcher knife, and oh, yeah. machete, whatever it was. And then I said I just got a gun. Want me to hold a gun up to your head? And she said, Oh yeah, I'd be hot. But since I wanted to become a hunter, I bought a rifle. Right. And yeah. also rifles are a lot no, cheaper, yeah. you know, than handguns. Yeah. Okay. So, so, okay. So since, the, all right. So now you're, you're, the girls, you took her virginity and now she's anal blasting you? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I anal blast myself. <laughs> okay. Somebody wants to know what anal blasting is. Our, our, uh... <laughs> it's mainly, it's like finger blasting. Gage wants to know. It's like finger blasting. Yeah. But so like... how many fingers are you up to? And is this a big lady or a small <laughs> no, lady? She's like, very, she's what small. kind of hand size? If you're going to compare to my hand. It, it, how many fingers would it take for you know, say my thumb, for instance? For me, for my butt? Yeah, I can probably do. I want. I want to start off with your pinky, uh, okay. Jason, and so then we'll. And then I'm going to move to you. See, you got to do the 180. You start with the pinky. Yeah. And then you do the 180 to the thumb. Because right. Because it's uh-huh. almost like it's almost the same length. Okay. But the thumb is a little bit thicker. So you've been getting anal blasted by this girl? Yeah, but I do it to myself more than she does it to me. Why are you putting your finger up your own butt? Well, it's like jujitsu. Sometimes you got to get like a training dummy to spar <laughs> yeah. with at home, you know? I mean, it, the metaphor sticks. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know. So are you going <laughs> gi or no gi on this? <laughs> Uh, you know, I think when you first start, like for me, I started with a gi mm. in both anal blastic and jujitsu, but I found that it's not like, yeah. it's not as fun. I like to, I don't like having to wash it every, after every practice. Yeah, I mean, you know? be careful. You don't want to get staph infection. Yeah. yeah. You know. All right. So this is what you've been up to is so we haven't heard from you in three months. Yeah. You came back to the podcast. You were in film school yeah. uh, and now you've been getting anal blasted. That's like your update. Yeah. It's pretty much it, man. Okay. Well, good, good work, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, yeah. Pound. Thank you, man. All right. So let's talk about, uh, the Ben Askren fight. Did you watch the Ben yeah. Askren fight? Right. All right, so uh, went about kind of how I thought it would go, but I thought maybe Ben could hold out, like uh, turn it into, you know, he just like 
kept dancing with the devil down there, you know? You know what's funny? What's I the point? He, I thought he had the perfect strategy. He which is like did. Win for four minutes on the feet, and he take him sort down. of winning, yeah. take him down. Yeah. But you're right. Playing with fire on the ground. Just, yeah, if you're going to keep – look, the, the, it's not like Ben wasn't in shape. It's just that the amount of scrambling that, that Maya forced on the ground is wore him out. Uh, he's not used to a guy who can move him around on the ground like that and keep transitioning to this move to that move. And there are so many beautiful jiu-jitsu transitions that Maya hit on there. And there was great defense from from uh, Askren. He, like, did a lot of great uh, escapes and whatnot. But, look, if you keep dancing with the devil, sometimes she steps on your foot. You <laughs> now, know? do you think that he should have waited – so there was 30 seconds left for the takedown. Mm. Like uh, looking back, because that I mean, there were still a couple rounds left, dude. And he, the you know the the tank was like getting empty because <laughs> there's so much scrambling. And even though Ben is a funk wrestler, the dude, it's the same thing as look. Once con, uh, cardiovascular conditioning starts chipping away, okay, who whoever is better at how the fight is going is more than likely gonna win. You know, if, say, for instance, both guys get tired and one guy's a better kickboxer, okay, and they're on the feet, that the guy who's a slightly better kickboxer is going to win because his technique is sharper. Same thing on the ground. So, since uh, Askren has great wrestling and a good top control, okay, that's that's pretty good. But if the, if the, the fight is both guys are tired and it's becoming a jiu-jitsu match over and over again, then the re- the jujitsu guy is gonna have a bad. Yeah, of course. It's yeah. like it's like it's like kind of like a wrestler. Like, people were like, "This proves that jujitsu is better than wrestling." No, no it doesn't. Well, no. in a, well, in a way, yeah, jujitsu is better at if you take away, if you take away striking. No. Of course, take away striking, it's just wrestling. Let's until talk you, about the striking in that fight. That's, what the fuck? See, but that's the thing. Okay, it turned into a goddamn backyard boxing match. That shit was sloppy as shit. But, it's like a. Do you see? But that was the best he's looked. That was, that was the best hilarious. he's ever looked on the feet, though. Nah, well, because he never has to use it. You but know? but that's the thing about Ben. Ben, ben is a like phenomenal athlete and and you know beast guy, but the technique on the ground just eventually overcame. overcame. Now I have a couple different theories on this. Like Ben Askren, uh, there are certain guys that get away with doing all the wrong technique. Everything technically is wrong, but because they're so good at it, they get away with it. So let's say Anderson yeah. Silva, hands down. Roy mm-hmm. Jones Jr., yeah, hands yeah. down. You can't see the hands down. You can't see him punching you. Mm-hmm. Ben Askren was the king of the funk they call, yeah. because he was able to do these crazy scrambles that would, as a coach, would drive me insane because he was doing everything wrong, but it would end up with a cradle. Yeah, I know. Now, eventually, you get to the age of 33, 34, well, that, 35. And, and let's not – I know you're going with this. Speed goes. Yeah, yeah. And now – It's harder to do your, your moves, what you relied on. That, too – how, but also, I'd like to add, not however, also I'd like to add that after you have a backlog of tape, you have a catalog of all your fights, you know, and what, you got 20-some fights or something like that? Ask him 20, 20, 20, 20 fights? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So now you have a giant library of exactly what you do. And so at this point, you know, and once you got all that notoriety – now everybody just watches the tapes and they know what's your tendency. So they knee you in the face because they know that your tendency is to take a shot immediately. 
or you know they know that you're susceptible to this that or the other and then you know tap you out from the back because he does you know i've seen other fights where he turns his back and like he escapes yeah, by, yeah. like in a wrestling method right in the jiu-jitsu we love that like in fact i heard that back in the day the old school jiu-jitsu guys didn't even correct wrestlers oh just to get it yeah, yeah like yeah. go ahead keep doing this back escape we're gonna keep you know, rear naked choking you that that's just how it is you know nowadays things have moved on but, but what i don't get is like okay so he's throwing arm punches right yeah. i mean literally throwing. Well, arm- but but that's a wrestling thing that's like a lot of guys who've been wrestling since they're little kids they do these monster arm because it's basically a head club but with a closed fist but but duke rufus who's like a renowned kickboxing a rick rufus great coaches yeah, yeah. Wh- wouldn't they in the gym, and I, I know Duke. When they say, "Listen, you know, turn your hip," when you how you gonna unteach a, something the guy has been doing since he was a baby? Mm-hmm. How you gonna un? You know, because like once, the, especially when you're tired, once you're tired, the technique that is most sharpened into your muscles, like your muscle memory, that's the one that's gonna that you're gonna do. Like, it's yeah, but hard. he does that holding the pads. I see him holding the pads. I know, he's going, yeah. he's going like this. And like, I, mean, I guess it works. I, I know, like, I remember Gerald Mearshart, who was an amazing fighter, says he sparred with Asker in 100 rounds and lost 99 of them. And this is a, this is a great fighter. This is a guy that just lost to Eric Anders. People thought he won, yada, well, yada. Yeah, but he didn't, he didn't lose to him in a boxing match. You know, th- this guy is uh, fantastic wrestling. Like, he's just an uh, unreal wrestler. And boxing, just stand-up is a different but story. Do you think Asker was winning the stand-up exchange? Uh, I mean, technically, yeah. I mean... Point wise, probably maybe damage wise. Yeah, damage because the the shots that did get through were 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 heavier. But but if he could but, land, but if he could land those with just throwing arm punches, imagine what he could do if he actually turned his hip. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. And if my aunt had balls, <laughs> she'd be my uncle. Yeah. So you know, it's just that. Look, maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll uh, change his game a little bit. But like you said, he's 33. Something. Well, he's 35. Kind of he says 35. that he never really had a passion for MMA. He was just basically he was good an at awesome it. wrestler. Yeah, passion. he's he's got like all these different wrestling camps. And this he's he said he goes, I'm putting 30 hours a week into this, and that was like too much for him. For other guys that are like, that's like not enough. I mean, there's gym rats who. But but what I'm saying is like now, do you, but do you think that a guy like Wonder Boy, we'll put uh, Askren, we'll put Anderson Silva, guys who do things technically wrong but get away with it because you're that talented. Look, versus a guy like Frankie Edgar who does technically everything right. Yeah, this is apples and oranges. Like, well, look, there's some guys who have developed their technique. Look, there's rules, right? And then once you get a baseline, like once you develop as a martial artist, you get to a point where you can start bending them and then you get to another level and you could start breaking the rules, you know, completely doing things that are unconventional and it, and it benefits you as a martial artist, because now you're coming at different angles that people don't expect. You're doing different stuff that you're doing things that are unorthodox and kind of reinventing the game, you know? So Ashford comes to you, right? He says, mayhem. I want you to coach me. All right. What do you tell him? Well, for me, I, I don't know. I would definitely start catering his stand up around his wrestling and and turn those big arm punches into something that could get more takedowns, you know? And uh, I would also start to push him away from um, doing his head down kind of clip. That's what got him in so much trouble. His, once he's on top, his head down kind of like uh, wrestling style 
passing. Uh, instead, I would have him posture up all the time. And like like the school I'm training at now, Joe Murriera, his, his uh, jiu-jitsu passes are mostly all from a great posture. And sure, let the guy hook a triangle, but if you're in a great posture, the angle for the triangle doesn't work. So, Because if you're hanging your head over, the guy can triangle you. The guy can uh, umaplata, like he he got caught in that umaplata later. If your head's down, now you're, the attacks are giving the guy right all the attacks. But yeah, here we go. We can we can watch and break this down. And this podcast has come a long way, Adam. Uh-huh. Look at that. Okay, so Ben's coming in. He gets a takedown. Beautiful, yeah. right there. So right away, posture up. Yeah, we're right. Yeah, because what's the point now? Even though the the butterfly guard is in, see see how Maya turns out to the side. Now you want to keep your opponents b- back flat on the ground. See, look, now he's in a triangle, and maybe yeah, he didn't get it, and he got the um, now he got caught in the Uma Plata. But what's the point if he wasn't there to begin with, with his head down? What what he wouldn't have got caught in this. Wait, well, should, should, he should, got swept perfectly. But should his there. arm not have been there too? No, he should immediately posture up, like sit up in a a great posture because and, and try to like keep your hips close to his hips to keep his back flat on the mat. If you don't, the you know, all the jujitsu guys moves from the bottom are predicated upon getting onto his hip, getting, getting off to, getting off to his side. And then look, he turns his back and get, you know, uh, but, but I'm saying like his hand was almost there. So his hand should have been, because rest of the hand on, on the mat. Yeah, immediately like bicep control, put your like put your weight on your haunches, sit back, and then pop your head up. Like so that. okay, so then he ended, ended up sweeping right here. So he's kind of going for like an inverted triangle, sort of, or what is he? So what should he be doing right here? Just who? Askren, raining <laughs> oh, punches, I, right? Well, yeah, but look, I, I, before you like really get into punches, you know, you have to like cement your position. If you're in a position where the jiu-jitsu guy can sweep you. Like, you don't want to just start bombing on him because that's when, you know, you putting your weight up to throw the punch down gives him an opportunity to make a scramble. Right. And that's, that's how Maya wore him out. By every time, every time Askren started to put the punches, it was like uh, it turned into a scramble. You know, be it from the bottom and the, and the way that the, the beautiful finish, the beautiful sweep that he used at the end, he used that... Uh, I, I guess we're going to see like, it, it, was a, it, was like a, it was like a heel hook. Yeah, a heel hook transition. This yeah. is something I trained a lot. I'm sure there, in, in some of my fights it's out there that I did that same thing. If the guy would get me down. So I right here. Would, I so think Askren I, does like a beautiful takedown right here, right? So I yeah, love that. That was Switch good. Now, right away, you should posture up yourself. Yeah, he should, ba- he should back up out of there and, and uh, because staying in that half guard position, it leaves you open to a sweep. But, yeah, pop right back up. And keep bicep control, and then you know do the old school Tito Ortiz type ground and pound. Now here again, he took him down, but see how yeah Maya was ready with the butterfly guard, swept them back over, and then you know heel hook to sweep. I think yeah this is the end right yeah, the yeah end. okay so exactly he swept them right straight into the mouth, and then just wore him out with these punches. He put the so body ben, ben triangle. Should, no, should better not have uh, belly down, or he should have stayed on his back. Yeah, he should have might as well have stayed on his back and then kind of pushed back to his guard. But like I said, you know, uh, this is Ben's tactics. He usually gets out like this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. a guy, a guy is high level at 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 finishing from the back as Maya. I mean, look, he does it with one arm. You know, I used to always do that to the guys in practice too, where I just like I don't even need my second arm as long as you have that one arm deep and you got control of his shoulder. You can just like kind of uh, peel it you know, your forearm right 
digging right into this his This is great, neck. man. You're so technical at this. Man. Yeah, well, I mean, dude. I've done this since I was a little kid. So, <laughs> you know, I hope I... And, and the weird thing is I'm articulate, and I was, like, beating my articulation out with, like, drugs and liquor. But you read so, 100 books in jail, right? Uh, like 200. Really? Shit. Yeah. I read a lot of fucking books, yeah. But listen, the flip side of that is, sure, I read plenty of books, but I didn't talk pretty much for like nah, a year I, that, oh you, whatever i think you've talked uh, enough you try to shut the fuck up for one year i dare you no. i double dare you motherfucker like one hour yeah, um I know. so yeah so askrin i mean uh, you know now how do you think because i just i seriously think the askrin that was undefeated in bellator yeah that got kicked out for being too boring <laughs> um see here's where i kind of and I, I like ben so i don't i don't want to diss ben at all because I, I i love ben he's a, he's a friend of mine but when he fought, when he wrestled Jordan Burroughs and yeah. just got completely annihilated, and everyone's like, "Well, that's Jordan Burroughs." Yeah, but this is Ben Askren, right? This is like supposedly the best wrestler in MMA. Yeah, but MMA ain't wrestling. Of course. Well, you yeah. You know what I mean? But I but I got a little nervous though when I saw that because let's say you took a guy like who's the best jujitsu guy uh, in the world, Marcelo Maya. Garcia. Yeah, Garcia. Marcelo Garcia, right? Yeah. And then you take Damian Maya, who's uh -huh. the best jujitsu guy in MMA, and they grappled. Yeah. Would it have been as one-sided? Look, I, I know, because I was one of the best jiu-jitsu guys in my day and uh, in MMA. And uh, it, I remember I went to the I, – I could beat everybody in, like, the regular jiu-jitsu tournaments. But then at the top level, I'd lose by, like, an advantage. Right. I'd lose, like – because while I was doing kickboxing half the time and jiu-jitsu half the time, those guys were doing jiu-jitsu every day, But would it have been a one-sided? Like, he got – Ben got tech fouled by Burroughs, like 15 yeah. nothing in the first period. Yeah. What, well, uh, again, what, again, that just shows the difference. You know, it's like, uh, well, you know, softball and baseball kind of. Because okay. when I'm kicking at you and punching at you, it's kind of easier to set up takedowns. Right, but what I'm saying, though, is in, in a jiu-jitsu tournament, if yeah more if, likely what if, if they're the same weight marcelo gonna win because yeah, but, he does but, but, only but he's not gonna he, but he's not gonna annihilate him though right maybe but again it's like apples and pineapples is it you're really? comparing kind is of. it yeah because well here's why because jujitsu with the punches and kicks is a lot different like if i have to I worry know, but, i, know, but I can't just, do the but, same sweep but they just wrestled though i'm saying yeah. askrin lost to burrows in just wrestling yeah got 15 nothing in the first period yeah Okay, so now we take the best jujitsu guy in MMA, which is let's say Maya against I don't know who who's the best jujitsu Marcelo Garcia. All right, is he, does he get tech falled in the first period or is it a lot closer? Well, I mean, if you know jujitsu, there's no the equivalent first to a tech fall. And the, all right, the equivalent. You think he gets tapped in the first period? Yeah, does he get tapped? Maybe. Really? I mean, it's possible. You know, these are just like our pontifications, but you know. I think you're right in a sense. What I'm saying is, has Askren's wrestling digressed in the 35? Definitely, because, definitely. Because if Askren ha look, if Askren has to always like also do boxing and kickboxing and wrestling and jujitsu, if he has to do that all the time, and Burroughs just exclusively focused on wrestling, no, but what I'm saying it's is like that, a different language. What I'm saying is, when Ben came out of the Olympics, yeah, okay. It was meaning he was the best guy in the U.S. in wrestling. Yeah, when was that though? Ten years ago. That's what I'm saying. Years. Is that did like a 30-year-old Ben Askren? Because people are saying, well, Askren's uh, you know overhyped, and the UFC shouldn't have got him, or this and that, or but he, he was beating up cans at one FC or Bellator. No, he was not. He beat Diego. Yeah, he was the best guys, yeah. I, I think that a 30-year-old Ben Askren, a 28-year-old Ben Askren, it's a different fight against Damian Ma. I, I, I think he could have been the champion. 
when he was 28. Well, what do you mean? Uh, are you surprised at this point? This is what the UFC does. If you, like, talk out against them, they make sure that you have bad matchups. They make, you know, you have to play this political game with Dana and whatnot. You, that's just a, that's the reality of the situation. You know, at, at this point, it's kind of like a broken record. We see it over and over and over again. If you, you know, and I'm sure if uh, he speaks out against the brass up there, then he'll, you know, what? They'll just erase him from the website. But I just think that Aspirin could have, I think Aspirin could have been the UFC champion. Yeah, but, but that, exactly. But they just wait. I know, but it sucks that, like, him... all these haters now are like, oh, he was always a bum. Like, dude, you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, you know, and everyone's entitled to their opinion. I know. know that, it, that's just how the internet works. Of course. It's a series of tubes. Yeah, of course, of yeah. course. Did you watch Bellator? I didn't. I, I, I didn't even know it was Han, to be honest. I, the marketing is just missing me. I, I don't know. I don't get it's how so that's happening. so bad. They have, they have two great events, Friday and Saturday. Yeah. There was two is, events? There was two events. None of it was clear. Yeah, Frank Mir fought, fought Roy Nelson on Friday, wow. which no one knew about. I didn't know anything. <laughs> what the fuck? I would have totally watched that. Like, uh, how, how the fuck? And I'm friends with those people. Like, how the hell? And, and I, I mean those people by black people. So, uh, so yeah. Frank Mir won. Uh, Roy Nelson, as good as he is, he doesn't throw enough punches per round to to win fights anymore. Like yeah. he's he's in every fight. What happened? Well, how did the fight? Give me the breakdown. Breakdown there, was Frank Mir was just putting it on him. Yeah, and then landing way more strikes than Roy hurt him, but not well, really Roy hurt him. Roy is like five foot six, and but, Frank Mir is like a monster but, of a man. But Frank but Nelson had his head down, was throwing overhand right over and over again. Then in the last 10 seconds of the fight, Nelson lands a beautiful double leg, nice. but the fight's over. Yeah, too late. Like, what? What do you mean? Like, well, yeah, because what, Mir was probably worn out from whooping his ass for the whole fight. And Frank Mir had his daughter in his corner, nice. who's like 16 years old, who's supposedly like phenom wrestling oh, champion, really? that champion. Mir is like, I like Frank Mir. Yeah, I've, me I've always too, liked yeah. Frank Mir. I like Roy Nelson too. Yeah. But uh, Scott Coker said it might be time for Nelson to hang, hang it, up. it up. Yeah. Well, you know, there's worse things that have been done in the world. Right. Uh, hey, he's had a great career. You know, everybody loves big country. So Listen, people, I got to talk to you guys. It's always a huge pain in the ass to go, for me to go to a store, figure out what to buy, and that's why the Menlo Club is so perfect for me. I never know what to wear. I don't know what to wear. I, I, I can't decide anything. I'm all over the place. But the Menlo Club sends me clothes perfect for any occasion. Yeah, you can go to, I mean, just for hanging out or date night or happy hour, family gatherings, whatever you need. Okay, the Menlo Club makes me look good and feel good, gives me the confidence to crush it crush it okay you got to check it out the menlo club is a men's monthly and seasonal subscription that provides stylized packages for every man featuring items from five for everyday wear new republic footwear and grand ac athleisure wear okay all their items are designed by their in-house team in la you just complete a brief style quiz and you, gotta, you get matched into a clothing profile that'll create the apparel being sent to you. Yes, they'll personalize it just for you, all right? And their member experience team is available for help through live chat, through email and phone. It's hassle-free. They don't have any styling fee like their, their competitors. They, you have free size exchanges and you can cancel anytime. all right? So get your first monthly or seasonal package for $35 off. Using their promo code MMA Roasted. Yeah, use promo code MMA Roasted. Check it out. You get your first monthly or seasonal package for just $25. How cool is that? That's awesome. 
Menlo. The Menlo Club. It's, 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 it's the best out there. All right? So their website is themenlohouse.com. And you can follow them at Menlo Club. Definitely check them out. Highly recommend. And you guys are going to thank me for it. You're going to be like, Adam, I look so much better. I feel so much better. Thank you. And then the next night, Rory McDonald uh, fought um, Diego Lima. Diego Lima. Mm. Lima won. Uh, it was close, though. People, some people think that Rory won. It was, just, it was like a rematch of their first fight, which is also. But there's this other guy that had the best submission. Uh, if, we, if we could pull this up. Um, because what, you got to tell me, what this is like, this guy's undefeated, and uh, he's really good. If we could pull up, um, uh, by the way, uh, shout out to Benil Darius, too. Darius won yeah. his fight, uh, who's really awesome. And, and at like the end, he's like the worst trash talker. They're like, who do you want to fight? He's like, whoever Jesus thinks it's right. <laughs> like, Jesus is our matchmaker? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. He's like the night, this guy spends like his free time like building churches and like, Oh, like he's like a missionary guy, sweetest guy ever. Um, Paul Daly beat Sadawad. I'm more of an ass blasting guy. <laughs> Patrick Mix, and we could put Matt, Patrick Mix, Isaiah Chapman, because this dude Patrick Mix is undefeated, and I think he's the next big thing. Uh, I know I'm even com coming late in it, but this dude, uh, you got to see this this thing. And then uh, Nick, that's what his wife said. And then, <laughs> and then, coming late in it. And then uh, Nick Newell lost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Decision. Yeah, he, he won the first round. But it was funny because I was watching the fight with Earthquake, you know, Earthquake, the, 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 uh, the comedian. <laughs> yeah. He, he's a really funny black comedian. We were backstage and he's like, man, the guy's got one arm. He's like, you gotta be kidding. Man, they gotta fight. Man, if you lose to a guy with one arm, it's time to do something else. I'm like, no, he's really good. He's like, man, you gotta be, I don't care how good he is. I'll just, like, he was like, <laughs> You're talking about this guy, Mick's got one arm? No, Nick Newell has one oh, arm. Oh, Nick Newell? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was funny because back in the WSOF days when, like, Ray Seffo, like, they didn't even realize how funny these cards were. Yeah. They had two brothers fighting each other nice. on the same card. They had a guy with one arm, Nick Newell, and then yeah. Matt Hamill, a deaf guy. Nice. Like, if I'm just changing the channel, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> but uh, this guy, uh, yeah, Patrick Mix, he fought Isaiah Chapman. Uh, Gage, if you could bring that up. By the way, thank you. This dude, we have Gage, is a very funny comedian, by the way, awesome. who, who does our... Uh, he, he works here, and he, he's a good dude. He's a really good dude. Um, yeah, you gotta see that. You gotta see this... This guy's 11 or no, 135. And like, dude, when I, certain guys that I see and I'm like, this is the next big thing. Um, obviously, Darian Caldwell, I said, was going to be champion one day. He was a national champion. Bro, he's so damn tall for the weight class, 136 and 5'11". Uh, Mix, uh, huh? Look at, look at this submission right here. All right. Uh, Chris Weidman, I said, was going to be the champion one day. I was right about that. I was right about, um, I still think... Uh, not Khabib, uh, the other guys from there. Islam? No, no, no. The the guy, um, the guy with the the dude who has those. Uh, look at this. So here, so he's got rear naked. So he's got both hooks in or one hook in a body lock. No, he's got a body triangle on him, the same as Maya did on Askren. Yeah, yeah. And now he's just raining down. He's raining, but, half fury. On yeah, him. but look at this. Uh, look at this right here. Dude, this what, is no, the what move. Is, now what is this? Tell well, me. Well, he's look. He, this is a leg lock from the back. This is the same thing I did on Carl Parisian at practice a long time ago. Really? Yeah, I told you that story. Look, it's a leg Ooh. lock. Yeah, yeah. That Jesus that could Christ. tear your damn. That could tear your hamstring right there. Yeah, I, it, that's something you can do. Like when you're a lanky dude and you got that body triangle, because dudes always when you get a body triangle, a lot of guys will stand up and try to shake you off their back because it's kind of hard to hold your body triangle but if you go ahead and lock that ankle and just like start peeling it back over his head i mean 
Jane Fonda couldn't even do that move. Really? You know I mean? Yeah. You know, why do you never see that though? Well, because a lot of guys don't. Um, because a lot of guys, I think, know that that's a danger. You know, they've run into that technique before, so they don't like posture up on all fours. But this guy took the bait. He like he figured he could shake him off the top. But once you get a body lock like that, it's very dangerous to like posture on all fours like that now is that a hard move to put in practice because you, you'll fuck someone's knee up yeah it's a little dangerous I, after i injured people on that i was oh, like fuck. yeah because see because you know the guy was standing up like that it already gives you you know it it's pretty easy to pull your leg back if your leg is bent <laughs> but his yeah his leg was already kind of straight so it's easy to just wear it out and like pull it straight up yeah is that what Zabit did it's, yeah it's, that's what i'm talking about Zabit. i'm like this guy Aljamain sterling they both did it like the same oh night. yeah Aljamain hit that on uh so cody stamen yeah. yeah 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 so, these things come that, in like by the way, that's 50 cent in there just gave him a bottle of, of his uh champagne <laughs> bottle full of bub huh yeah oh, 50 cent okay. is one of the he's one of the guys in bellator now he's one of the investors and so his, his hashtag is always get the strap get the strap <laughs> great oh man what a time to be alive <laughs> i feel like there's a lot more celebrities involved with bellator than there is with the ufc like you have chris pratt like chris pratt's always every there bellator event, really? you know I, yeah. Well, yeah i feel like they're kind of well i feel like they're kind of they let him in the in the octagon and stuff. That's true. Uh, the cage, like UFC's not awesome. gonna let, not gonna let two chains like, put them, <laughs> you know. Oh God. So the um, Kardashians and corner <laughs> men, corner women, Caitlyn Jenner, the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the corner thing. Oh, by the way, and then Kimbo Slice Jr. won his fight. Nice. But he didn't win. He elbowed the guy nine times in the back of the head, <laughs> and then they gave him the win. What? Wow. And then they just overturned it. <laughs> so like he got to raise his hands that night yeah, and yeah. the next day that happened to greg hardy his win got overturned too i he heard had the, he had the inhaler, the inhaler. Like, weird how do you not know you can't use an inhaler no, i don't know I, I heard that he got it passed like he could yeah and he, then they changed their minds he asked the, like the uh, custodian hey can i use it the guy's like all the right custodian <laughs> like asked the damn popcorn lady he asked the guy that sold him the inhaler before the fight <laughs> like can i use this sure why not yeah. isn't it crazy he's had three fights in the ufc and two of them have been no contest yeah because one of them he kicked he like punted the guy like illegally no like the guy's head was on the ground like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll give him. He's fighting a guy that um, Junior Dos Santos pulled out of the fight, right? Yeah. And then he's well, stepping Junior, in. Oh, he is? In Russia. Nice. I mean, this guy's really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe he's thinking I got nothing to lose. Or... Yeah. Oh, he's already in shape. He just, he just fought, like, with this damn albuterol. But this level is, is way... I mean, he's, go, he's stepping up. He's fighting a uh, Russian dude. He's stepping up 10 levels. To fight, oh, like, oh, nice. Six foot seven. Yeah, this guy's... But like, I feel like heavyweight is a damn lottery. Like, heavyweight, those guys, like, you know, it's just a lucky shot to get end the night, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, look, I, I'm not saying that there's not a lot of technique in what the guys are doing, but if you look at, like, a 135-pound fight... You know, these guys got to really do their techniques right. And there's, like, more wiggle room at heavyweight. Dude, 135. I mean, Roxy fights at once. I, I like, yeah. 180. <laughs> and I was like, this girl was like, I'm like, shit, thank God we have boxing gloves on, <laughs> not small gloves. And she didn't know we were going. Because uh, yeah. she, she's solid, you know. Yeah. And, then, and then I felt bad because, like, I posted it. And people were like, <laughs> people were like. Beating up how, girl. Yeah. But, then, <laughs> but she was like, no, I actually, uh, no one actually. I mean, she texted me back. 
saying that like the throw I did was actually something that people don't do to her. They, they circle the other way. And she's like, uh, now I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to use that technique. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, she's, she's a student of the arts. Oh so my yeah, God. I didn't even know what I did. I was just like, I don't want this to end up like, like MMA Rosa getting fucking slammed. Not that I like that wouldn't happen. So right here, baby slice, how many back? Cause this is how baby slice one. Like all back, oh and, like come God. on! Like, one back to the head, two back to the oh, head, shit. three back to well, that was to the side. Uh, I mean, they really want this kid to win because it's Kimbo's son, and he's not really that. He's four and two. They kind of threw him in the big leagues really quick. I mean, he's got good strength, but he's got a long way to go as an MMA fighter. If he wasn't Kimbo's son, he probably yeah. In some I'm way, pretty sure he trains up there at Body Shop, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll figure it out. I mean, yeah. But that yeah, that was a little sketchy. But at the same time, we gotta admit we've seen so many fights where the guy hits the dude in the back of the head. They stop the fight. They call it for the guy who who knocked the guy out with the illegal techniques. I mean, it's kind of hard. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, what are you gonna do? Like, outlaw all punches. To the head. Well, when you started fighting, situation. when you first started fighting, everything was legal. Yeah, right? yeah. I but the guy, everything. How many headbutts did you land on people? Nah, a bunch. Yeah, I think I'm dumber for it. And then Frank Trick punted you in the head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now it's just business. Like back then, that was like the normal thing. Called it Noel's Bart. It was like a regular ass light. I was like literally training headbutts on a bag on the ground. Like what the hell? I did anybody ever tell it. you not to do this? Yeah. Yeah, my dad. Your dad? You need to go to computer school. You're a goddamn dumbass. I was like, ah. Uh, I was like, whatever, man. I've got a plan. Dude, my dad yelled at me from that video I posted of me with Roxy. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you don't have, he's like, you don't have your headgear on. <laughs> I don't have your because I have cauliflower ear. Like, I had surgery on it when I was younger. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? What? He's like, when's this gonna end? He's like, you're 41 years old. You're exhausted. You obviously didn't want to go. What are you doing? She had her head hair on. That girl was an animal. Like my dad. Like, but now, like, I have that. I always have this voice in the back of my head yeah, of yeah. telling me that I'm doing something wrong. Like Mufasa. Or I shouldn't be doing that. Normally he's right. I mean, you know. But then again, it's, it's fun. I mean, <laughs> this shit is fun. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's you're like right. it wasn't like. Plus, I wasn't like I, I was like Roxy, get in here. I thought I was going up to Mike Pyle. <laughs> like, by the Which way, isn't it any nicer? I mean, by the way, Mike Pyle. I mean, he lost. Mike Pyle is great, man. I love that guy. Such a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it was nice going with him because. He could have just destroyed me. Yeah, but he worked with you. He's a good coach, too. But a lot of guys aren't like that. They still have something to prove. Why? I'm a comedian, a 41-year-old comedian. It's like me going against middle school kids and, like, going all out. (laughs) Oh, I've seen you, the hip throw of a middle school kid. But I'm always, that's like, I've never. Double-legged the shit out of a middle school kid. In 13 years of coaching, I've never once heard a kid while doing an example. Like, you well, know, day I, is young. I, I never want to, like, come on. But <laughs> you never want, listen, I've seen you snap their heads down pretty hard. I was like, damn, Adam. Well, yeah, but they're always like laughing with their friends. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Middle school cool. is the best age because their whole lives are told to knock it off. Yeah. And now I'm telling them to rough house. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, which is like, imagine yeah. that. Like, imagine like your whole life don't curse. And all of a sudden, like, hey, every word has to be, you're like, this is the greatest class ever, yeah. you know? I, I remember I, I, the, the moms were there and I was all like on my G rated behavior. And then the moms <laughs> left and I was like, ah, oh, thank God. So I could 
say talk how I want to fucking talk. And the little kids like all like smiled, like looked at me like, wow. And then the mom came back and he like ran off the mat like, come on, mom, leave us alone. And I was like, oh, I just caused that right now. And the kids go, the kids come back. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, the kid's mom had like a neck brace. Poor lady. No, the grandma. Yeah, grandma, like like, her head was just hanging on by a thread. I got to say, when I coach, usually. Did you you snap her head down? Is that what happened? Latin families are always, that's the thing about being a parent that I, you know, you realize that because I try to do as much with my daughter as possible. Like you think you obviously have to make money and you throw money at your kid and your kid will turn out well, (laughs) but it's really the time you spend with them. You know, because I, I, I met so many middle class kids that their parents are with them mm. and they're just the greatest, happiest kids. They don't have the most, like, nicest clothes, nicest car. And then I've seen super rich parents are divorced. Bro. Never showing up. Bro. Uh, kids that has the nicest phone, this and that. Bro. Everything, but the kid's just an asshole. I know. And uh, it's a weird thing. You know, <laughs> I, I want to blame the parents, but I mean, I got to blame the culture a little bit. Because we've kind of been indoctrinated to go, oh yeah, cars and clothes and phones and money is the is the way to be, make happiness because that's what the TV tells me. So that's what everybody, you know, growing uh, up. Social media, 70, even even worse. No, and now, yeah, everybody's giving their highlight reel. That's why I'm not not really on it too much because it's like difficult to like uh, mesh my feelings with the fact that I realize that I'm being indoctrinated by everybody's highlight reel to think that their life is fucking awesome and they don't want to project anything other than that. So that's what I'm seeing. So it's just a big fake universe that they're living on, you know? Well, so many people though, but when I posted that video of you coaching, we're like, oh, so happy to see, like they were like, I mean, granted, it shouldn't take what you went through to people to root for you. Yeah, But a lot of people were like, yeah, I, no, and I love that. that. But that that's, we got to admit, that's kind of a rare new thing. And if I didn't swing so low and get so much hate on the internet and it, it, everything being blown out of proportion, I wouldn't be yeah. now reaping this upswing where everybody's oh, happy. No, people hate Demetrius Johnson. Like, <laughs> this fucking guy, who knows why? There are so many people like, oh, I hate that guy. I'm like, why would you hate that person? I don't know. Like, man. I mean, people hate. Seem like, like a gentleman to me. But like Nickelback, people like what did fuck? <laughs> what did Nickelback ever became, do? It's to kind anybody? of a meme. Like people just of like. Of course, but it's like what the fuck? They're just musicians, like or comedians. I mean, Dane Cook, whose like sole purpose was to make people laugh. People just shit on this guy. Well, I think that comes from like rumors about him being a dick to people. But not everybody. I've seen it. I've seen it too. But yeah. okay, maybe a bad example. Right, so, <laughs> so we're gonna call Sheena Star right now. She says she's ready. This girl right here. Uh, you talk about a character. This girl. She started off her amateur career. I think she was like three and eighteen, as, or three and twenty-five as an amateur. Uh, then went zero and three as a pro. Boxer. MMA. MMA. But uh, but then has found her calling in bare knuckle boxing nice single mother of two uh does truck racing that she builds herself wait till you meet this one this is <laughs> this one is uh she's where's she out of she's out of michigan oh yeah and uh super interesting guy like that's the thing about mma like there are so many hidden gems <laughs> like the matt horwiches of the world yeah, of yeah. the world oh i love that guy uh there are a lot of those people out there that you're just like if you don't look for them you could miss them yeah you yeah, know? it's true. There's a lot of normal people too, but then there's people like you're just like, huh? Like Tom Galicchio <laughs> is kind of like that, toothless yeah. Tom. Uh, but let's see. So are we? Let me know, Gage, when when, uh, when we get her. I break down the fights this weekend too. 
Uh, we got to talk about the fight. Yeah, there's a lot of fights coming up this weekend. Uh, obviously, the the the, uh, the the badass. This is your screen. Okay, so uh, texting you now. Bam. Yeah, who do you, by the way, real, real quick, Nate Diaz Masvidal, who wins? What, just, you want me to just yeah, yeah, pick? Yeah. Ah, you know, I, I don't know. I'm going to go with my gut. Diaz will uh, eventually wear him down and put something on him. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that, that kind of is, I'm sure the odds makers probably agree with me, huh? Well, I just think that Masvidal, with that flying knee to Askren, yeah, but, got, but I think but, people are forgetting that, like, He's had some of his other fights didn't go as yeah, exactly didn't yeah. go as well. Well, that's always how you build a fight. You got to show some hype, you know. Show show that this dude is like on a you know on a wild streak, and then put uh, crowd favorite Diaz, and there you go. You got a great main event. It's, but it's Diaz looked smart. amazing against Pettis. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's, you know, and Diaz has been like consistently improving over his career. Like he like keeps getting better, and he just like chips away at. Had his uh, weaknesses and like he just, I don't know, he just except he, for leg kicks. So he doesn't like he doesn't. Well, check because kicks. of the stance, the way that those guys stand and the, their reliance on their boxing is, you know, that's the method. He he doesn't worry about getting taken down, and he does. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't mind getting kicked in the legs, and I understand why too. Because when I the day I figured out that I doesn't hurt really to get kicked in the legs. What? Yeah. It, I, I took one kick from JoJo. I, I know, but some guys, it doesn't hurt. It didn't hurt me, so I would just, you know, and granted, that probably, you know, wore my knees out because I just would ignore the kicks and punch the guy him? in the face. Nah, because well, I used to check him. But then once I figured out that I could just walk through him and punch the guy or walk through him and take him down, then I just started doing that. And that's what, I think that's what Diaz. But Diaz versus RDA. Yeah. I mean, he. Of course, shit yeah. out of that guy. I know, name. yeah, and but that you know that's the outlier though. RDA is like the best, one of the best <laughs> leg kicks in the business. Who's training with kings, you know? So you know you don't run into those guys too often. So Are you the reliance, yeah, a lot. How'd it go? The, yeah, great. It depends. When I was fat and out of shape, oh my god, he like dragged me all over the mat. It was hilarious. Like he just like, but you know when I'm in shape, yeah, it was it was a good sparring, and uh, yeah, I really like that guy. Are you really. back in jiu-jitsu, by yeah. the way? Not yet, because I had very bad back injuries with my discs back there. Because he's like, blasting his ass. Yeah, I've been that focusing maybe? on uh, anal blasting recently. So, <laughs> you know. So you still got your uh, blue belt, though? Yeah, blue belt. Yes. I'm going to go when the semester's over, so in a couple weeks. Uh, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. It's also very expensive. And then you got your secondary black belt? Yeah. Did, how do you yeah. get, you've been, you, how do you been? Well, I mean, I what? had, look, I, I, I kind of took a sabbatical, if you want to yeah. call it that, you know, mm-hmm. the, to jail, <laughs> in prison, whatever. But, uh, you know, I, like, I got my black belt many years ago, but I really, like, drifted from the world in general. But now I'm, like, back, like, but really But you've been out training. of jail for three weeks. Four, yeah, four weeks, a month. Oh, hey, exaggerating face. But how do, you, how do you how do how do you get a second degree in a month? Well, I believe it's because they realize they show my skills and that what. So are this we is the girl a, right here. So this is Sheena Star. Sheena, <laughs> what's going on? How are you? I'm just living the dream, laughing at the fucking jujitsu conversation. How y'all doing? <laughs> All right, so we got Mayhem Miller. You know who Mayhem is? I well, he 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 was my spirit animal for many years. Yeah. Yes, and then we have we have we have Joe, well, the Wean Dog here. Whoa. So Sheena Star, uh, now you last the last time we saw you, everyone knows you. You became internet famous from wearing a shirt that says Hillary Clinton is a cunt. 
during your fight. Uh, yeah. Now, now, but you actually knew her, like, or your friend knew her. It wasn't like a, a, a political statement, right? No, no, no. She's just a fucking cunt. Okay, <laughs> no, but no, but like, what? Why do you feel this way? Oh uh, well, it was, uh, it was, it was fucking stupid, right? So I took that fight on like a week and a half notice, right? Because I'm a fucking savage. So um, I had this uh, Navy SEAL, like, retired veteran friend of mine that worked her detail, like, back fucking during the Clinton administration. And she was just a god-awful cunt to all the people that worked for her. And I'm just like, man, I didn't have time to, like, get sponsors together and a fight shirt and all this other shit. So uh, I just called my T-shirt dude up and be like, hey, I need you to put this on her shirt. And I, like, basically picked it up from the fucking airport on my way, you know, to fly to this bare knuckle fight. And I just told my friend, I'm like, man, I'm just going to wear this for – this one's just going to be for y'all, man. And I, I don't know. I just wore it, and that shit blew the fuck up. And <laughs> I was like, yeah. Now, you, but you said – now, when's your next bare knuckle boxing fight? Um, I'm I'm hoping for February. I'm hoping for February. Um, they uh, they got another one coming up this November, but I'm still suspended. <laughs> why why are you suspended? Because I got a TKO my last fight. Oh no! Wait, wait, when was this? What? Where have you been? You've been under a fucking rock. Yeah. I was under. <laughs> Talk to me. Yeah, I, I guess. Talk to me. Right. Um. Uh. The. October 19th card in Tampa that Antonio Bigfoot Silva and Gonzaga show. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. I saw the last one. So you, oh, you, you got a TKO on that one? I'm sorry. So what happened? By the way, you said you were going to wear uh, a You know what? Shit happens. All right. Okay. It happens. <laughs> well, it happens. But you right, said well, you... well, this is what fucking happened. All right. This is what happened. All right. First, I was beating the brakes off this chick for round one, right? I mean, yep. I was like, the face is bloody. I mean, I mean we're bare knuckle in the shit, right? And I get caught with this overhand, and my eye goes black, and I'm freaking the fuck out, thinking, like, my retina is attached, my heart races, and then I get a dump, and then, like, yeah. I fucking, I get, like, hit with, like, two of these hooks, and then I went to go step back up, my knees are wobbly, and the ref's like, nope, and uh, that, well, I lost, so All that's right, okay, happened. well, it's okay, all right, so, <laughs> all right, it happens, but now you said you were going to wear an even better shirt, did you wear a better shirt, what did you wear for this one? Oh, this one said Mike Vick is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a very opinionated T-shirt, so I like this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I take it. Hey, man, a bit I, well, I, I, I wanted to put uh, Epstein, Epstein didn't kill himself. But, uh, <laughs> the God damn, she's awesome. Yeah. Wait, why didn't you get put with that one? What, how come they did the Epstein one? Well, 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 we got this thing in America, and they're called the FCC. <laughs> And it's kind of ran by the Democrats. So I, I have to, like, go right under the radar what I right. can get away with on, Got like, it. pay-per-view and shit. Right. <laughs> like, like my banner, my, my banner for this one had me and my other T-shirt, like, fucking middle fingers and shit in the air. And I had to put, like, fucking tape over <laughs> my shirt on my, on my banner. Well, the and FCC I got Jason Knight. Yeah, fuck that. That's a bummer. Now, right. now, Sheena, I was telling everybody right. that, like, you started, like, your career as a pro. You were, like, 3 and 20 or something, or as an amateur in MMA. Well, but then you, but yeah, then you said. Yeah, I was, I was fucking good. I was good in the Ammies, but, you know, nobody cares. It gives a fuck about the Ammies. No, I went, like, I was, like, 23 and like 13 or something fucking stupid i'm from michigan man we're midwest fuckers we used to fight every weekend because we weren't sanctioned you know what i mean of course but um right right 
Uh, and then pro, man, I just kept getting wrestle-fucked, and I'm, I'm not a good grappler. I've, I've been, like, a blue belt for, like, six fucking years, and I'm not built for that shit, all right? I'm, I'm really not, and, I mean, that's how you would beat me. I would, I would, like, I'd be, like, fucking fighting for underhooks and shit on, like, shitty MMA cages where the mm-hmm. cage is, like, all bent the fuck, all blowed out, and, yeah. you know, and then I'm just not a good grappler. No, I listen, how much I, I, I love your fight. fights. I, I was saying how awesome you're doing. You're one of the people that you you never give up. You're so inspiring. I was I was not putting you down. I don't care if you were O and fucking 100. Oh, I, I, mean, don't, I don't give you shit. You can't put me down. I'm fucking thanks to... Yeah, no, of course, but but like, but your fights are like they're kind of like world star hip hop fights where you would just run at the person, throwing like fucking all kinds of it was like Wiley Coyote, like just like throwing crazy hell. That was only a couple of them. All right, that, that was only when I was like kind of scared of them. You know? All right, okay. I, I didn't know. I had some bad coaches. <laughs> but you're also a cut person, and then you were also right. a matchmaker, right? And you also I'm you doing have... that right now. I'm fucking matchmaking a car, dude. I'm gonna quit. I hate fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's going on? Oh, it's just I don't know, just dumb shit, man. Like I need a I need a physical signed by like a a doctor, right? Like an MD or a DO, and like I get people like sending me shit signed by their dentist and shit and i'm like <laughs> this, this fucking, just kills me bro but yeah and then it you also make but you also gonna... make mud you also make mud trucks right you're a mud truck racer uh, I, I used to race that's what i did you know because i just like cool shit that's why i like like to fight fight and stuff but yeah no i build fab shops so you know i work on like monster trucks and you know, we get, we get like a, uh, I live in Michigan, so we do like the snow rally type, uh, you know, with the Subarus, all-wheel drive Audis and shit, and like, you know, race through like the snow, and mm-hmm. uh, we work on those too, and snowmobiles, and you know, I put like fucking nitrous bottles and shit on them, make them go fast or blow up, <laughs> one of the two. Ma'am, is, is, is this your uh, soulmate here or what? I mean, she's pretty fucking badass. I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, she knows what she knows what to do. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I don't know which one of those kids is already mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, so right now you, are, you now you are single. You're a mother of two. Nice. Right? Uh, have you been going on any dates lately, or what's going on? No, because a lot of these men nowadays are pussified. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, man, they're like fucking drinking that soy milk and shit, and yeah. these soy boy cucks. I know what you're talking about. So what's an ideal date, man? It's such a disappointment when you like see a dude and he's got a beard and you know he like fucking dresses like a dude. Then you figure out he's a fucking vegan and drinks Chardonnay. It just like, ruins it. <laughs> so what's a, so what's an ideal date for you? I, I, any, I, I don't date. Who dates anymore? Do we, are, are we still doing that in 2019? Well, what's the optimal uh, Tinder hookup for you? That's yeah. what he's trying to ask. Yeah, oh, what? God, I don't even, oh, Tinder's horrible. All right, so you, <laughs> no, 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 no. So you see a guy like Mayhem, you're like, this is a guy, <laughs> this is a handsome gentleman, just got out of prison, that, 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 that turns you on, right? So, and then what, like, just, what, what do you want him to take, like, where, where, where would you like him to take you? In the uh, ass, obviously. <laughs> Right, there you go. I don't know. Eat, eat some mushrooms and go to church, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The last time I did it didn't go very well for you. Yeah, I know. Last time I did mushrooms, I lost a girl in the woods. So just, you know, let's let's take it easy on the enhancements, okay? Yeah, she should have. That's her fault. She should have kept up. Yeah, I agree. But you're a girl. You like to get thrown against a wall and just 
passionately made no. love to. Oh, no, no. Okay. No, no, oh, that's no. like the fucking trailer park shit. We don't do that. <laughs> okay, so. She's a high class <laughs> mud and so, chick, yeah, yeah, so you're a high class. Yeah, okay. yeah I'm in the heights, man. I'm All in right. the heights. I, I, I'm in a 70s modular, god damn it. This is not a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not, okay, got it, got it, got it. All right, so, all right, so now bare knuckle. So now you're one and one, right? Yep. One and one. Do you? I mean, do you love it? Do you love it better than actual than MMA? I do like it better than MMA because I because I like to fight and it's like I don't know. Bare knuckle is just it's me, man. It's like it's like it's like a real fight. <laughs> it's yeah. like a real and it's like it's better it's mm. it's it's better because it ain't boxing either because that shit's all fucking crooked and all fucked up and you know mma is cool too i mean it's I, i'm just built better for it you know what i mean like i can't even get boxing fights so you know i gotta like sneak my fucking little white irish ass in that motherfucker because i can't get no fights <laughs> but, um do you have do you have gold bare, teeth bare by the way great do you have gold What's teeth that? do you have a gold tooth no. Oh, no. oh, it looks like, yeah, gold tooth. All right, no, got it. Okay. I mean, I know I'm from Flint, but fuck, man. No, 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 of course not, of course not. <laughs> All right, so Sheena Starr, she's single. She's looking for a man, uh, a real man. Is she? I ain't looking for no man. I don't, I don't think up. she is. He's trying to, like, I don't know, matchmake you with somebody. No, no, no. no. Well, like, here's, literal here's matchmaker. The here's, the, here's the thing. I need a guy that's, like, a fucking badass, because they can't mm -hmm. be less badass than I am or like savage or like a fucking pussy and, like, you know but it's a very small pool you're like a pretty badass woman <laughs> like uh I mean, you're, thank you you're, you're making me turtle head right now honestly you're funny, such a is savage that, and that her, her her brother's gay nice. and, and her other brother won't leave the house nice and then the daughter does bare knuckle That's boxing right. remember that shit yeah yeah, yeah. Oh my so God. like so the parents have three kids and they all kind of are, are like misgendered. <laughs> it's family that doesn't even remember that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I had some MMA roast and remembered. No, I love it. Yeah, no, I'm, I... yeah, I'm the fucking son my father never had. <laughs> I remember he went to my fight and I got on the microphone and told him I'm your sperm and the son you never had. Look, you, you son hey, of yeah. Wait, you told your father you're his sperm after the fight? Yeah, I ran on the microphone. That was great. Oh, nice. There you go. Cell. He thought it was hilarious. I, I, I said it. I'm a product of your sperm. Now, yeah, Wean Dog was, was saying that him and his girlfriend, the other, other, uh, he takes his girlfriend home and likes to finger his own butt yeah. while hooking up with his girlfriend. Uh, that would be a turnoff for you, right, if a guy started fingering his own butt? Um, and, uh, you could just wash his hand afterwards. I mean, whatever you <laughs> nice. like, man. I mean, I'm not gonna. And where are you one. at with the finger blasting? <laughs> would you finger blast the guy in the ass? Those anal blasts. I mean, would that be like? Uh, um, you know, if it was a good, I mean, that's like some wifey shit almost. Nice. I don't know. You know what? Now I the see guy, the threshold. <laughs> Right. I mean, does he use a bidet? I mean, because I bought the pan. Is I he, is he fasting for this? Yeah. That. These are all solid questions. So, yeah, I don't know. so what, what, what keeps you going? Uh, Red Bull, yeah, uh, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. of nicotine. Mm -hmm. but, but also, I mean, you're so stubborn. You just do not take no for an answer. You're like, fuck it, right? I mean, what, what, what drives someone like you? I mean, it, it depends on who's telling me no and what it is. Like, sometimes I pick my own battles. I say, fuck it. But, you know, um, I don't overly complicate simple shit. So, um. I like if, like if I if I want something, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna times of doing it. So what? I mean, I'm gonna go back and yeah, probably say fail the seventh time. <laughs> but you know what? I just 
just just just stubborn like that hey you never know i might get number eight motherfuckers if not hey i'll see you at fucking 12 down the road you know what i mean but i like um, it I it like just it. uh it's just i don't i don't let shit knock me like i'm i'm done when i'm done i mean i don't give a fuck what anybody else says you know i love so. it i love it well listen well thank you for uh so you're fighting again in february you're looking for january february uh, February because uh, boss man for our, uh, bare knuckles getting married in January. Oh, uh, <laughs> I know that okay. poor guy. All no, right. he's got an awesome old lady though. They're 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 great. They're great. So nice. uh, February, I'm thinking February, which is you know all the bare knuckles down south. So I mean, who do you hey, want to fight? I'm up here in the fucking ice box. Who do you yeah. who do you, who do you want to fight in bare knuckle? Anybody that I'll agree to fight. It took me fucking five months to get the last one. So and then. Uh, any any uh, shirts that we should look up forward to? Oh, I don't even know what's gonna come up next. I just gotta see what I can get away with. Obviously, I'm a troublemaker. <laughs> Epstein hung out with Trump. <laughs> Fucking like yeah. Right. Well, he also hung, hung out with Bill Clinton though too. Two. Yeah. I know. They probably had a pedophile fivesome. Yeah, it should be like we don't know those shirts that are like the mat, like Epstein, Trump, Bill Clinton. You know how like they have like the listings of those shirts. Someone, yeah. someone should make those like five. You know. One of those, like, I don't know. And, and it was here. Our yeah. business was born. Well, listen, Sheena Starr, how can people uh, follow you? Where can people uh, find you? Um, I'm, I'm really just on Facebook. Sheena Starr on Facebook and Sheena Puma Starr. I mean, I used to use Twitter, but that shit gives me a fucking headache. And, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll go on Instagram every now and then, but I can't keep up with all that shit. So yeah, and then don't send her dick pics. How many, how many dick pics did you get after the whole uh, Hillary Clinton is a cunt? Um, I didn't get any. I just got a bunch of liberal fucking whiny bitches that <laughs> saying I'm degrading women. I'm like, have you guys ever been to fucking Europe? Like, holy <laughs> shit, man. I, yeah. they, that's their daily word over there. I just told them to put on their pussy hats and they'll fucking get over it, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. Sheena Starr, you're awesome. We're going to talk to you soon. Uh, thank you very much for, uh, for coming on the podcast. Yeah, man, anytime. I'm fucking always fun. Always yes. good to have you. Oh, great to have All you. All right, man. Take care. Okay, bye. 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 All right, that was... Bye. She's, bye. She's one of a kind. Maybe she. Oh, bye. my God. Nah, she's still here. I, you know, she's yeah, still, yeah. yeah. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty stoked about the, that interview. <laughs> would, you go on a date, would you go on a date with Sheena? No, right? I mean, if she would beat the shit out of me, I think. <laughs> I mean, I, I just couldn't stop myself from saying snarky comments. and <laughs> She would be a savage on me. I, I could see she got a snap. Temper. Yeah. Any, have you been on any any new dates in the last couple? Not, sort of. I heard of one. Really? But I'm not going to say anything. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I appreciate no that. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. problem. I mean, it's just friends hanging out. Of course, that's, that's what. That's what no, she, all, all she said was, "I hung out with your friend." LOL. That's all. I, I, I didn't ask how it went right, or anything because cool. I because I, I was like, "What well, I mean? Yeah. What did you ask? Blast him?" Did no, I didn't. Well, that? the thing was, it was like I didn't want to like. I'm like, that's you know, I was like, I don't want to how to go. Tell me more. Like, what was this? Tell me more. Tell me. Yeah, what is, did you like? Did you put up a fight? Right, this is what is grease. So, I think so. I greased it up, all right. So, all right. So, real quick, uh, we're gonna talk about fights real quick because uh, I know you have to go to Ellis uh, real soon. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about uh, this week. Uh, we have that. We have Kelvin Gastelum versus Darren Till. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is gonna win that one. Uh, who do you like that? I, one? Look, I you know to be honest with you, I don't know enough about the one guy for. 
to, to give an honest opinion. Well, Kelvin Gastelum's a guy who went five rounds with Israel Adesanya. It was a yeah, back and forth yeah, fight. Yeah. He beat Jack Ellenberger. Uh, he knocked out Michael Bisbing. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. a guy that like went on the Ultimate Fighter at like 170. Uh, was the last pick. Beat Uriah Hall in the finals. Was a yeah. state champion wrestler. I mean, he sounds like a damn specimen, but I don't. Yeah, but, but, I haven't but, watched but, the fight. Like missed weight like six times, so they oh, wow. bumped him up. Darren Till's a so guy. He's fighting at 205 now. No, oh, 185. Darren Till's a guy that everyone was saying was the next big thing because he beat Cowboy, remember, he knocked out yeah. someone else, and then had a, a wake-up call. That's a lighter weight fight. Though. He had a wake-up call against uh, against uh, Tyron Woodley. Okay. Yeah. And then got knocked out again by Masvidal. Yeah, but see, these are like apples and oranges. It's hard to like compare A, you know, A yeah. beats B. That doesn't mean the right. B, of course, C, right? well, wrestling seems to be his weakness. But Kelvin doesn't use his wrestling all the time. Yeah, so uh, I can't give an educated opinion. I, I don't want to m- mislead your viewers. All right. Also, uh, Gregor Gillespie, who's thirteen and zero, national champion, amazing wrestler, beat our guy Vince Pichel, is fighting Kevin Lee, who's on a he 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 needs a win because mm-hmm. he lost to RDA. Uh, and then he lost to, um, what's the name before that, uh, Ally Aquinta. But he switched his training camp, went up to TriStar, training with GSP for this fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gillespie is a guy that, like, no one knows because he's he, like a homeless guy. He, like, he, like, lives in the sewers of New York. Yeah, you know, he doesn't live in the sewers, but he, like, fishes during the day and th- does no media, none of that. But he's a guy that they're saying could be the next big thing. No. Um, I think he's gonna win. Who's I think he's gonna beat Kevin? Everyone who knows, because he's such a good wrestler, yeah. national champion. Okay. Uh, but just doesn't doesn't talk. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Lee wouldn't stop talking. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, then, I know. Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee. I, who's he training with now? Because I think GSP. That, that's great. That's a good. Yeah, because that's was, a good fit for him. Because before when he was training with Dewey Cooper, yeah, yeah. I, I think he was trying to be a kickboxer, but why? A boxer. Yeah, but why? He's training with Mayweather and stuff. I know, but or, why? Like you're an excellent wrestler. The fight I remember, I the fight we talked about. He didn't use his wrestling at all, and I was like, "What the hell? Why are you gonna throw away?" You know, there there's a, a line to dance. You know, when you're a great wrestler, do you use some of your wrestling and you know make your kickboxing like uh, uh, complimented, or do you just throw your wrestling away and become a kickboxer? That's the mistake that many great wrestlers have it's made. Unbelievable. Yeah. Maybe because they know how hard, how strenuous wrestling is and you're like well, that's true yeah that's true and, and plus when you're hitting pads all the time suddenly you just forget about like wrestling. hendo kind of fell in love with his right hand yeah well no he always was that he was a baseball pitcher when he was in high school <laughs> oh so it's the same motion that uh, he was doing I didn't know so that. yeah so that's what he does he throw throw that giant right hand all the time and then you know he figured out that the inside kick to your, the left leg was like a wind up for a I right always hand. ask people how do i throw that hendo right and yeah. like finally pile gave me the best closest i've ever come to it yeah. but it's also kind of like an aberration right it's well not, it's, not it's the, just it's because you have to shift your weight you have to go like uh shift your weight to your back foot kick on the inside thigh and then like wind up wow, and wow. it's a baseball pitch i didn't even notice he was throwing the kick before that yeah you, and even he wouldn't even throw the kick hard it was just like a little little tap and then you know but we're getting distracted so, Kevin Lee Kevin Lee versus I don't know again I don't know I'm the, picking I'm picking Gillespie unfortunately I, li- I like Kevin Lee but this it's in New York this kid just I think that switching in the training camp might help help out Kevin Lee a lot because there's not many more physically talented guys you know and I think he has some mental toughness too but the you know that the that last fight where we talked about I I 
I think he just threw his wrestling away. And being with St. Pierre's camp, I don't think he's going to do that again. Also on this card, uh, well, there's uh, Derek Lewis is fighting. He's the guy that said, my balls is hot. Uh, the huge black guy uh, that like wins every fight with like 10 seconds left <laughs> until he fought um, until, uh, Daniel Cormier who beat him. But he was yeah. the guy that was like, my balls is hot. And then he was like, Ronda, where you? He's like, where your fine ass at? I remember and that. Then, and then he was eating ribs before one of his fights and then like, <laughs> and then, like tried to th almost threw up during a fight. Like, Perfect. Yeah. So he's fighting Sergei Ivanov or, or Blagoy Ivanov, who's 18 to 2. I don't know much about him. Steven Thompson's fighting Vicente Luque. Oh, that would be fight. interesting, yeah. Uh, Corey Anderson, Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker is saying the next big thing. He's a guy that this dude just kills everybody. He's 17 and three. He's just been murdering people. Mm -hmm. He's like this like six, but his last fight, he was breakdancing after he won. Yeah. And then threw his injured himself. Yeah, injured himself <sighs> through, doing, doing the worm. <laughs> uh, he's fighting Corey Anderson. Corey's talking a lot of shit to John Jones, but he's got to get past Johnny Walker, which is this guy is six foot five, 205 pounds. Yeah. He's and then Shane Burgos is fighting Amir. I, I like Walker in that fight. You? Yeah, me too. Uh, he's fighting Maquan Americani. They call him Mr. Finland. He's having a tough time. He's, I think his parents are from are, are, are Kurds, and you don't you don't know what's going on with the Kurds yeah, right now. Yeah. But he's fighting Shane Burgos, who's also a good fighter. Amir Khan came on the podcast, got a blowjob while doing the interview with us. Like we heard the girl go from him. No, not from Joe. Oh, yeah, oh, Joe oh. was fingering his butt while. <laughs> right uh, and then they and then uh, Edmund. Shabazan, who's with Coach Edmund, who's oh, yeah. actually doing well. He's 10-0, fighting Brad Tavares. Uh, that's going to be a good fight, too, from Hawaii. Uh, then there's a bunch of other guys. I think it's an easy good. card to bet on, too. So make think, bet. Really? Yeah, Fuck. for sure. I don't, have you ever won? No. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, uh, Joe, what do you have coming up? Uh, go listen to my new episode of the Creepy Town Podcast. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Go follow Creepy Town Podcast on Instagram. And that's it, dude. And what do you have coming up? Shit, I gotta go to Ellis right now, do right. a damn serious show. Yes. Uh, you know, I, and uh, I'm just, you know, building back up. Doing great, man. Thanks, bro. I'm Appreciate so proud it. of you, man. Yeah, I'm so proud to be your I'm friend. proud of you, man. Look at this. You got a damn whole nice studio at Speedweed Studios. Oh, my God. Well, listen, you know. Yeah, it's, it's coming together, I'm bro. I'm so happy we're friends. Uh, so uh, you can see me this Friday night, the Dirty at 1230 at the South Point Casino. Uh, and then in December, that fight week. Oh, actually, November 20th, I'll be at the Miami Improv. 21st, 22nd in Key West at a comedy club. I don't know the name of it. It's on adamhunter.com. Uh, and also, um, you could see me uh, uh, that fight week, the week of Colby Covington versus Usman. I'll be at the Strat all nice. that week. Download my um, download my my Amazon Prime special called Adam Hunter Still Broke. Uh, and uh, thank you guys so much. Mm -hmm. Oh, guys, if anybody wants to see pinned. Okay, DM me. I'll, I'll uh, send you a copy because... Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good like that. You need me to uh, babysit tonight? Maybe, maybe. Uh, I'll, right. I'll, I'll definitely hit you up. All right, thank you guys so much. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>